Let's talk about this uh, story that was making a news recently of uh, Neuralink. According to uh, Elon Musk, the first human received an implant from his computer brain interface company, Neuralink. This happened over the weekend. So on Monday, on a post on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, Musk said that the patient received the implant the day prior and was recovering well. Uh, He did not provide additional details about the patient. Neuralink reposted Musk's uh, post, but did not publish any additional statements acknowledging the human implant. Neuralink's device is about the size of a large coin. It is designed to be implanted in the skull with ultra-thin wires going directly to the brain. The initial goal of the so-called brain-computer interface is to give people the ability to control a computer cursor or keyboard using their thoughts alone. Okay, uh, Carmi Levy is a London-based tech analyst, joins us now to talk about this. Carmi, I appreciate the time. Good morning, Devin. Great to be with you. So have I outlined uh, what's the, 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 the basic level of this? Like, what is happening? Yeah, I mean, Neuralink has, Elon Musk co-founded the company a few years back, and it's been working toward, you know, basically using a BCI or brain-computer interface to uh, replace certain functions that might have been affected by disease. So, for example, if you are in a wheelchair, you're paraplegic or quadriplegic, you're suffering from ALS, uh, you're unable to control certain parts of your body that presumably implanting this into your brain would allow the technology to bypass the parts of your nervous system that have been damaged, uh, essentially allow you to move again or allow you to move devices without having to move your hands and instead control them directly from your brain. That's the promise. We're, of course, not quite there yet, but you've got to move through a number of different stages. You have to test on animals first, and then you have to test on humans, and that's kind of where Neuralink is now. According to Elon Musk, and again, there was no press release. He doesn't believe in press releases, doesn't believe in media departments. So we have to take it at face value that his X post is is on the up and up. Uh, but from our understanding, that brain-computer interface was implanted in a human being. They tested both the, the implant as well as the robot uh, that would actually do the implantation and the software that controls it. And according to Elon Musk, it is showing signs of electrical activity that it is, in fact, successfully stimulating the brain and they are seeing uh, proof that that is happening. That kind of sets the stage for what happens next, but it validates that, yeah, they're moving in the right direction with this technology. Ethical concerns, Elon Musk concerns, all that stuff notwithstanding. What could happen next? Uh, what could happen next is obviously you're, you, you can't just have an N of one. You know, when you have human trials, uh, using simply one case is not enough. You've got to have a number of patients. Uh, across a pretty broad spectrum of experience uh, and biology. Uh, and then you have to take that data and, and root through it and ask yourself, does this work? Does it not? Is it worth the risk? So this is the first step, but there will be many more. And I expect there will be more patients going forward, uh, possibly suffering from different ailments. We don't know uh, you know, whether this is a male or a female, we don't know the age, we don't know uh, if there was some kind of, of, of physical impediment uh, going into this, what their medical situation was or is. 
so it'd be nice to have that information. Again, most of the, in most trials of this nature that are this groundbreaking, you usually hear more. So hopefully we'll hear more. Um, but I think now the population will grow. They'll do more of these surgeries. The Food and Drug Administration in the U.S. will continue to oversee this and make sure they're following the appropriate ethical guidelines for this scale of human trial. Um, and that will likely take months, if not years. We do know that the entire kind of human trial process for these implants is scheduled to take about six years. So we're thinking long term, not short term. How safe is this? When I was reading about this, I think every single animal they tested uh, this with died. Yeah, they, they tested this on monkeys initially, and there were some uh, concerns expressed as they moved into animal trials that the company was not adhering to uh, proper guidelines, and, uh, and, and most of the monkeys involved in the animal tests ultimately ended up dying. Uh, Elon Musk, again, you know, discussing it in his X channel, nowhere else, uh, essentially said, well, the monkeys were already sick Uh, And it was expected. Uh, Again, does that pass medical muster? I'm not a doctor, um, but it raises questions that have still not been answered. Uh, The fact that the FDA hasn't shut them down uh, yet, uh, I think, is it's a good sign for the human trials, but it doesn't mean that those concerns have gone away. And it doesn't mean that Elon Musk isn't still pushing uh, to bring this to market, you know, know, at, at whatever cost. We know full well that there's a huge amount of money to be made from this, and there's there's advantage to Elon Musk to uh, bring this to market sooner rather than later and to push the bounds of what is acceptable morally, ethically, and, yes, legally. So I wouldn't put it past him um, to push uh, the envelope, uh, and in some cases we may see some discomfort along the way, and that's certainly what we saw with animal testing. It is altruistic. I mean, the, 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 the idea of people who... Um still have the mental capacity but cannot move uh, their body uh, in some fashion to be able to give some sort of freedom to those people again is it would be wonderful and fantastic but that can't be the end goal here right no it, it can't i mean yeah and i think it's safe to say that you know it, the the hope here is that it offers hope for individuals who otherwise would not uh, have any. Uh, And so if you have not been able to walk and current medical therapies don't offer you anything, then you literally have nothing to lose. So it opens up a door and and sheds some light that previously were not there. And I think that's fair, and that's really what medical advances like this do. Um, But at the same time, you, you have to have a framework in place to ensure that you're not causing more harm uh, you know, in the process and that, uh, you know, the, the risks uh, inherent in this kind of medical intervention uh, are manageable and that they're acceptable and that we learn from them um, and that it doesn't cause undue harm to the patient or their families. So, you know, again, the fact that the human trials are still proceeding is a good sign. It means that so far, Neuralink is, uh, for, the, for the most part, for the rules. Uh, to the to the point that the U.S. government feels they can continue. Uh, will that continue to be the case? You never really know because this is a long and complex process, but it is important to uh, for us to continue to ask those questions because today we're talking about someone who uh, has, has you know suffers from paraplegia or quadriplegia. Tomorrow it could be some other disease that perhaps you and I are suffering from. I've suffered from paralysis in the past as well. And these are therapies that might have applied to me if, if that had continued and if I hadn't recovered. So I empathize with scenarios like this. And I think we owe it to ourselves that 
when the Elon Musks of the world come along, even if we don't agree with everything they say, uh, if, 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 if they offer to you know, build a company that tries to answer some of these questions, the least we can do is give them enough runway to prove their points or maybe prove that it can't be done. We're short on time, but I need to ask one last question. Uh, you know, you can hack almost anything uh, these days. You can hack a, you know, a baby monitor. Is this something that could be hacked? Uh, absolutely. Um, any, you know, because this uses software to wirelessly send uh, um, instructions to an implant in your brain. So the potential is always there with, as it is with any technology like this. So I think the cybersecurity aspect needs to be addressed. Uh, and we need more details on how they are going to ensure that this connectivity, that this brain network, so to speak, uh, is as secure as it possibly can be. And that uh, the possibility for a malevolent actor to do something terrible uh, is not only minimized, but eliminated. Well, we will uh, follow with an extreme amount of interest. Uh, Carmi, as always, I appreciate the time. Thank you very much. As do I. Thanks so much, Devin. That's Carmi Levy, London-based tech analyst. Uh, we need to pause. When we return, we'll have more of The Morning Show with Devin Peacock on 980 CFPL.